I come from a poor family, yeah, yeah. We ain't never had a lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Lord been good to us, yeah, yeah. Now we riding on the top, yeah, yeah, yeah. I come from a poor family, yeah, yeah. We ain't never had a lot. Good morning, Richie. Yeah. <laughs> We are on the boat. We're now on the boat. It is Wednesday morning, a very early morning. Listeners, uh, guys, we thank you for joining in today. I just want to wish you a happy Wednesday. Wednesday. (laughs) That's the over the hump. Over the hump. But welcome to the boat, guys. Uh, We're uh, midweek. But, um, you know, we're going to head straight into it uh, today. Let's do it. So first stream, Rich. Um, We're actually going to switch it up and go to construction. Yeah, let's try something fun. Yeah, Yeah, we'll flip it around. All right, so the first thing is, what is a change order? What is a change order? So are these terms, first of all, are these, is this a term that they use a lot in construction when, when it comes to planning? or? Yeah, change order is, is I mean, definition-wise, it's uh, uh, basically when you have a scope of work, right? Say if you're a homeowner and you want to renovate your kitchen, there's mm-hmm. so many elements to that. Are we touching the lighting? Are we touching the backsplash? Are we... Is it a full gut to the drywall? Are we relocating appliances? Are we, I mean, there's so much scope of work we got to define. So first of all, you define a scope of work, you get into contract, you know, your scope of work, and then you're, you know, you're headed into start the project. Uh A change order is a term used for when, um, you know, there's a change to the scope of work. <laughs> gotcha. So very simple, <laughs> straight, straightforward. Yeah. So what that means is usually it comes from a homeowner uh, change. That's what mm. usually it should be, or maybe an unexpected, unforeseen type of thing. But um, what it does is just add to the scope of work mm-hmm. um, beyond what the contract was. Mm-hmm. So, um, Change order is a term used with contractors when they uh, want to, um, you know, you have to find wait have a contract way of defining the extra work, what the cost is, and clearly communicating that. So, um, change orders is kind of a scary word sometimes to homeowners. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it sounds scary because yeah. the first thing I think as a homeowner, if someone, if a contractor says, "Oh, we got to change something," it's like more money. Yes. Or more costs, and, I should say. Yeah. And there's, uh, I guess what I can do right now is define there is a scam to change orders. It's kind of like, uh, mm. the mechanic scam, right? Oh, it's rough. like you have a broken car. Yeah. You know, or whatever's happened to it and you take it into a mechanic mm. and you're hoping that it's, uh, something simple. You don't know yet. Right. And <laughs> yeah. then, uh, you get in and, um, uh, and all of a sudden they fix everything and it, your car is good. You know, uh-huh. ready to go, and they tell you to pick it up, and it's five thousand dollars. Yeah. You're like, Wait a minute, we didn't have any discussion. You know, I right. can't afford five thousand dollars, and and then they basically can hold the vehicle until, man, right? It's I mean, until you get they get the money, and so yeah, yeah. you know, um, a lot of practices have been in place, so mechanics can't do that anymore. Hopefully, but uh, that's the old kind of trick with um, change orders in the construction world is. Um, Basically, you could promise something really small, mm. you know, keep your scope of work really uh, vague as a contractor. And yeah. homeowners like, yeah, I'll remodel your bathroom for $5,000. No problem. You know, and is so, that a red flag for you if you hear someone just just for that statement? Um, I think the red red flag would be um, the lack of scope of work defined in a contract. 
Gotcha. So if you just gotcha. seen something so vague as remodel your bathroom <laughs> for five thousand dollars, I mean, I mean that's kind of I don't think it'll be that simple. Usually people yeah, are like, yeah. you know, uh, demo, install, tile, shower fixture. Even that's really vague. You know, you don't know, you know, what they're doing with the shower fixture. You don't know. So uh, kind of a scam that happens is a uh, contractor will come in, they'll demo everything, yeah, and then have a conversation with the homeowner. And usually it's after demo. Um, it's kind of like taking your bathroom hostage, Man, right? Because if yeah. I demo everything, you can't use it until mm. I install things back right. back in place. Right. So once they have the homeowner in hostage, then it's change order time. You know, hey, we didn't talk Shucks. about, you know, a tub. We didn't talk about putting this here. Yeah. You know, this will be this cost if you want us to do this. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, what did you promise? You know, yeah. this, you know, oh, we were just going to do this, you know. Um but it wasn't stated in the contract. So any kind of right. vagueness can really trap a homeowner in a place, um, change orders or, you know, uh, you know, just a lot of situations. You got to be super careful for the scam of change orders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, enough, but, you know, change orders are important because, you know, uh, when you get into a scope of work, say we're remodeling a kitchen and the mm-hmm. homeowner is looking at what's happening. It's looking awesome, but realize, you know what? I want three pendant lights, not two. Yeah. So that opportunity needs to be there for a homeowner to say, hey, I want to add one more pendant light, you know, and yeah. um, be able to, to add that in and, and have the opportunity to, um, you know, have a change order. So how we operate at ATN and how we uh, display change orders, um, we use it through our portal. Uh, we we don't do anything unless we get approval. Yeah. Um, we like to communicate thoroughly what's happening. So it's like an adjustment to the original contract, right? Because original contract, maybe we have two pendant lights. Right. And now right. we want to install three. The homeowner is like, you know, I want to get that third one in there. Yeah. Um, so we, we survey what where we're at. It might be some cost savings. Mm-hmm. And um, because we're already kind of have everything demoed, we can see what's going on. So an opportunity to put one more pendant light might not be a bad thing, you know, or if it is, if there is a little bit more work, yeah. you know, um, it could cost a little bit more. But either way, we're going to communicate it share the opportunity and the cost. So usually a homeowner will say, hey, look at the change order, you know, extra hundred something dollars for an extra pendant install. Yeah. That's awesome. They'll approve it. Then we'll move forward and, and make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, the other side of the token, uh, contractors got to be careful of, not that homeowners have an intent to scam, but there, right. there's a uh, kind of a method homeowner. I don't even know if it's a method. What would you call it? I think contractors got to be careful of, agreeing on a small scope of work I'm, i was just thinking about that because like uh, uh in terms of like uh the contractor finding things that they didn't know that's that would probably be my third point okay um, okay on my second point would be uh schedule timing because everything is timing with contractors like mm. if you you have a group of people that employees that you have to continually employ so there's always work you're scheduling in Mm -hmm. and if you're going in and you i'll give a kind of a dramatic example but homeowner hires you to demo their vanity install new vanity okay and so you have your schedule panned out you're able to plug them in for thursday friday or maybe wednesday thursday friday and have the vanity ready you get it there on wednesday you demo the vanity and the homeowner decides they want to remodel the whole bathroom Oh, gotcha. That changes the flow of every, everything. It changes everything. Yeah. I mean, which is awesome and we welcome the work, but it's so right. such a dramatic addition. Yeah, yeah. You know, that um, schedule comes 
It's you know, basically starting a new project because yeah. now you have to think about all these and things. And we've had right? that a lot of lot of times where, you know, they want to test out the contractor and then but then they have these expectations so that they want everything to happen now. Yeah. You know, and it can't there's pl- so much planning involved. Um and mm. then, you know, another thing is is trying to, you know, add change or a lot of change orders that you already had intended as a scope of work, but still right. want the same schedule. Yeah. I think yeah. that's where contractors got to be careful. So when anytime we communicate any kind of change, um, not only cost, but we also communicate schedule. Yeah. Um, oh, that's, that's yeah, good. I mean, yeah. you have to, because anytime you're adding work, it can't happen at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's additional work, so it's additional time. So, do you, so I'm curious, do you just mention... Um, the schedule change being, uh, what do you call, um, something that's like there, like you just mentioned, or do you go in depth and be like, this is why we need, you know, just to, yeah, we, we, like, how do you do it? We really like to go in depth. Gotcha. Um, just, um, explaining, I like to do the phone call. Um, Uh that's usually my personal style. Um, we do have a system where we can send it. They'll get an alert. They'll see the change or they'll communicate everything there. They can read it, but. I like to soften the blow because it's additional money. It's additional time. So right. even if it's not substantial, it's still additional mm-hmm. than what we mm-hmm. originally discussed. So I always like to make a phone call, soften the blow, like, hey, I'm, this is the cost of this. Let you know we're open to value engineering this or other options. But right yeah. now, this is what you wanted with your change. And this is the cost. Um, and this is what could add in time. Sometimes it won't add any time. If a guy mm-hmm. is installing two pendant lights and he needs to run one more wire, two more feet for Just the third pendant light. Yeah, there's, <clears throat> I mean, we're talking maybe 30 more minutes, maybe yeah. an hour. We're not adjusting too much schedule, but we got to be careful because on a substantial size project mm-hmm. and we're adding another bathroom, we're talking another two weeks, yeah, you know, yeah. so it's, it's substantial. So, um, change orders are very important. There are times where, there are unexpected things that you can't even foresee. It's yeah. under the floor. It's behind the wall. Which was the, your third point, right? Yeah, those okay. are the ones that are scary, right? Those yeah. are the ones that homeowners try are really uh, nervous and have anxiety about. For sure, because um, we don't know the. We don't know. And don't I, know we get, how much we just had one recently. You know, um, we have a like a, a built-in lanai roof mm-hmm. tied into the house, and then uh, the house. Um, exterior wall and you have the load of the roof sitting on that so you would assume there's a a beam because there's like a big opening so when we open everything up there's no beam (laughs) oh man i know everything's just uncle bobo frankly (laughs) so um yeah so we got to figure out and that's a big one right we got to add a beam that should be there there should be some kind of i'm assuming that's a lot of planning um some cases, yes. In this one, I mean, we came up with a quick solution, but it's an easy five thousand dollar, un unforeseen three day push on schedule. Even if it's an easy uh, job, I mean, for the homeowner, that's five grand. And, uh, yeah, okay. and it's something that they can't even do themselves. So they got to yeah. decide whether we frame a wall and not have that opening that they mm. wanted there, or you know. Uh, put in a, a beam yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, we do run in those situations but i think to uh kind of close on this um mm-hmm. experience i think ex- having experience to kind of be the x-ray you know after being That's here good. doing construction for you know 15 plus years you get used to the homes kind of have an experience of what's behind the walls so yeah. it, that can really limit those unexpected change orders versus hiring 
a company that's kind of new or they're just fresh, you know, learning Hawaii homes or, you know, something in that nature. You have a friend who's from the mainland, you're hiring to, you know, to kind of work on your kitchen. Right. And, and they're not familiar with Hawaii homes. They can run into those situations. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, change orders change order. always can be scary, uh, but necessary. And I think the, the, uh, most important thing for a contractor and a homeowner to do is just have full communication. Mm, um, and ultimately, yeah. the homeowner should have that right to decide to move forward or not. Awesome. Oh, man, this is good information if you're a homeowner. So, yeah, homeowners. change orders. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is what it is. It's uh, We need them. Yeah. Um, you know, um, we need a system in place for them. So for sure. they they can... Um, uh, you know, have adjustments to the original contract and, and where everyone's in agreement. Yeah. My worst thing, I know I'm kind of going over on this, but my worst thing I, I hate hearing is a contractor trying to go low on a project, uh, bidding low, and they'll say, ah, oh, we'll make it up on change orders. So that attitude just irks me. Just, yeah. that's just kind of scamish, right? Just, yeah. yeah, we'll get it back on change orders. So they already have a mentality. So I, I can get why homeowners would be scared of change orders. So it's um, funny that they even know about change orders. <laughs> so maybe they've done it before. Yeah, so change so, orders can be scary, but uh, definitely necessary. Awesome. All right, uh, let's head into our next stream, Rich, which is going to be business, 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 business. How does ATN patch communication cracks with homeowners? And so basically, how do you get them from a detractor to a uh, to a promoter. That's what we used to say <laughs> at my old job. <laughs> yeah. Communication, communication, communication. It's so important. I think, uh, I'm, I'm a talker. So I love being able to talk, you know, to homeowners and, uh, educate or, um, mm-hmm. manage expectations or, uh, whatever it is. I love talking, um, things out. Um, and I think it's very important. You got to be able to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're, uh, you know, to yourself and quiet, you know, leading a project might not be for you. You have to be mm-hmm. able to express, um, every inch of the home or the project. You yeah. got to be able to communicate everything. So it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we patch that? Cause it can, that can be sound a little overwhelming, right? I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it is. It can be. And it is. Uh, so, you know, I've gone through three or four years of the business trying to, uh, master that right mm. and, and when you got multiple projects multiple homeowners multiple subs multiple employees multiple yeah. vendors it's just like psh. things slip slip through the cracks yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. email text there's so many different ways of communication so i was what we uh really was we're looking for uh, midway you know kind of through our first three years was mm-hmm. there has to be some kind of central zone that Central we can bring zone. everything to one hub and have one way of communication. So I remember in 2015, me and Tiffany and uh, the team were just looking online for ways to, like, there's got to be some kind of software or something that could yeah. just bridge the gap with all this. You yeah. know, just like, it's just too much. And and it's kind of maxing out when you hit three or four projects. Right, and, right. And, but I know we could manage 20 a 30 projects yeah it's, it shouldn't be a problem she has uh, catch that they're, 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 <laughs> they're doing three four projects but they're expecting 20 so guys that's a business mindset right there <laughs> well it's all laughing giggles we do manage 20 to 30 <laughs> yeah. now uh so the goal is the goal is uh um to be able to communicate when you do that not to take on more load but how do you stay efficient when you take on that load right, so right. um i remember 2015 tiffany found it 
she was searching through we're all looking through some softwares we tested some and mm-hmm. like at 2015 tiffany shared this one um software with me called builder trend builder the game, trend. this is the game changer <laughs> Plant C for Builder Trend right there, buildertrend.com <laughs> for builders out there. Uh, no, Builder Trend was it. It was uh, it was still kind of fresh. You know, it's 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 mm. grown so much now. Yeah. Um, into what it, it is a beast of a software. But I remember when I first seen it. Um, <laughs> what I loved the first thing I loved about it was that it had a homeowner experience with it because yeah. there was a website that the software built for the homeowner that was easy, an app that they can download and they can have access to the full project. Uh-huh. And I thought that was amazing. And it was like nice. Yeah. Right. It was like, oh wow. It's, it's like my own Facebook or... for project. Yeah, for a project, yeah. right? I'm right. connected to the whole team. So we can so we got the software, we started using it, started really I mean, we try to use it to its maximal um ability. Just mm-hmm. saying, oh man, there's so much into this. So now we've we've grown into this, I think, gosh, that's six six years of using this thing. We've yeah. mastered it. You know, yep. mastered we don't just use it for clocking in, we don't just use it for just sending an email. We're utilizing the we whole utilize the whole system. Software, so yeah, yeah. What happens is we once I can basically have a storyline of all my all the projects, mm-hmm. it was easier to manage. So now I can just click a project, it populates. I got a whole page for myself on the back end. Project managers connected, the the workers are connected, yeah. the subcontractors are connected, the architect is connected, the homeowners connected. As we just post pictures for the day, everybody gets a notification. You get to yeah. see. It's kind of like you can be at Target shopping for you know your your groceries or or some socks and just get a notification. And on your project as a homeowner, say, hey, look, kitchen cabinets went in today, and kind of yeah. show show the phone to your husband because you have an app. You know, yeah. it has you have access to the schedule. We're able to put together the schedule. Everyone sees it, color code it, tag, mm-hmm. assign. So electricians know they're coming in on Tuesday. Beast. Homeowner knows the electricians are coming in on Tuesday. <laughs> Our project managers do a daily log of the project and notifications get sent to the homeowner. They can see, oh, here's the progress going yeah. through. Um, change orders we just talked about. We can, um, we're in the field and the homeowner's talking to us right there about the um, oh, I want an extra pendant light. Mm. Project manager just puts it right there, sends a notification. They're standing mm. right next to you. Two minutes later, she can accept it and sign it right on her phone. Yeah. Boom, we can make it happen in literally five minutes. Versus I'm going to go back to the office, get my estimator team to look at it. Yeah. We're going to send over some uh, PDF on, on you know, a day later. And then when you can sign it and scan it and send it back to us by Friday, how are you going to operate and move forward like that, right? In yeah. Fast yeah. pace. So. Being able to communicate that payments, knowing where you're at on payments. When you start having a substantial size project, yeah, you're paying $10,000. You get a physical receipt and, you know, an email from that contractor, but it's like, how do you, can you visually see where you're at all the time? So just knowing through, you know, we have projects, we have, you know, 20 change orders or 20 paint progress right. payments set up. And just being able to see where you're at in one source or one hub. And I mean, I can keep going. Budget, yeah. <laughs> budgets. I mean, our guys clock in, right? So they clock in. Any purchases we get are all cost coded. Once they clock in, it populates into our job. We get to manage our budget, make sure we can stay in a place, uh, yeah. a healthy place to serve the homeowner. Because what last thing you want to be in the contractor is losing money on a project right. and you can't do anything in a contingent level to help 
help a homeowner, right? Yeah, that sucks. It's yeah. like you already know you're in the hole. Homeowner just said, hey, can you, you know, this this little situation here, you know, mm-hmm. now you're change ordering for $35. And that's, that's you know, there's little things and contingencies. We need to be able to continue that experience and not work about, um, you know, worry about. But yeah. if you're in a place, you're in a hole, you know, and you're losing money, you can't help to little items and try to just get through them. Prior. Why would you even want to bother a homeowner for, uh, you know, there's one light fixture that's yellow yeah the rest of them are white or not like fixture but a switch okay you know is yellow that nasty yellow color i don't know why they came yeah. up with that <laughs> Tungsten. yeah but the rest of them are white instead of going through a change order just you know we'll change it just move forward but you right. need those good, understand where you're at as a project can you have that understanding your budget mm-hmm. stay healthy in your budget you know you can make decisions like that just to keep the job moving it's not worth stopping for an hour you can make the job look beautiful you right, know there's like right. little situations so just being able to manage that so yeah builder trend has been a game changer for us for communication we make sure you know a lot of people like to text yeah yeah you know, yeah which is okay i get it and emails but just having everything central for one zone for your project it's just mm-hmm. a great place for documentation and i think it closed that gap you know or bridged that gap and closed it to where we patch communication just you know, being able to have everything in one place. Two so. things that come to mind uh, when you're talking about Builder Trend Rich is uh, the amount of stress that you save from file managing um, documents. All of these things that you're talking about, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, who needs to like file these and like, uh, what do you call, uh, and just uh, keep them organized. I'm like, that's a that's a, a lot of time saved and a lot of stress saved. The other thing, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say on, on Builder Trend, you're able to, Keep all your documentation per project in one place. Certificate of insurances, our standard procedures, the contract, uh, I mean, invoices, paid invoices. So everything is like documented. Kitchen shop drawings. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can just keep going. You mm-hmm. know, the permit, the uh, everything is in one place. So right. when you have multiple projects, which we have, you know, usually 20 to 30 projects that are active. Uh-huh. So-and-so project number six to whatever it is, yeah. we need the certificate of insurance sent over. You can just click. Just click I on can click on my phone, yeah. boom, open up that project, populates, go to docs, click yeah. docs, go to my certificate, boom, click, That's and right send it. Yeah. <laughs> to top it off, this makes the experience for the homeowner, uh, 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 what do you call an enjoyable one when they know when they see a notification of a picture that you guys finished the cabinets or something or letting them know this happened or this happened they see the progress and they feel uh, included in their renovation right yeah and that i think that's like the biggest thing is the experience um number one it's building trust you, mm-hmm. they feel like their project is established in one area mm-hmm. and it's like there's connection right like you said they're part of this and they are you know, it is some people think it's like you're you're handing over your home to a contractor, but in this it's more of a partnership. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you get to enjoy the ride with us. Yeah, know? yeah. So it's kinda of like an experience. Yeah. You're like jumping on a roller coaster and enjoying the ride with us. But you know, all you gotta do is, you know, sit there and yeah, yeah. just kind of enjoy and watch yeah. it. Yeah. Kind of, it's like <laughs> Disneyland when you kinda of go through one of those little rides and you get yeah. to kinda of just enjoy it. So um there are the ups and downs, but at the end of the day when you get off the roller coaster ride, you're gonna you want to write it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's going to wrap up our stream for Business Rich. The last stream, guys, uh, we flipped it today. So it's going to be faith. Uh, what was your most difficult day as an owner? And how did your faith play a role? Oh, man. Um, definitely uh, my most difficult date was uh, having a death of an employee. 
Um, you know, that, that was really rough. Um, uh, that happened in 2019. Um, his name was Micaiah and yeah, that, that was, uh, a rough, rough day. And I remember, um, in the morning, the wife called and, uh, uh, just sharing with us, God bless her heart. She just, you know, wanted to let us know that he's not going to make it into work today so we could plan accordingly. And I was just like, wow, she must have had so much strength to do something like that. And remember Tiffany got on the phone, was able to be there for her. And I remember thinking, like, how do you handle something like this, you know, as a business owner? And I right. had to go to my faith and said, God, you know, how how do you handle something like this? Like, what do, what do I do? Mm-hmm. And I remember the story of... Um, Jesus dealing with death, you know, with John the Baptist. He was on a boat. <laughs> mm-hmm. He was on a boat and uh, says that in uh, Matthew 14, 13, uh, when Jesus heard this, he withdrew, withdrew himself from the boat. So that was really key for me to understand that it's okay for your business to stop. You yeah. know, your actions to stop and have a day that you, you pause. Mm-hmm. So he took a day to himself in a place where nobody could bother him. And then yeah. after that, he went back to ministry, you know, able to spend his time, have his grief. And then, you know, understand that John the Baptist had a purpose and mm. that, you know, his his purpose has ended. Now it's uh, time to uh, grieve and then and get back to work. So that was good to know that. You know, the boat doesn't have to keep going in certain situations. So I think as a mm-hmm. business owner, it's good to know that, you know, you can pause some days. And so what we did that day is called everybody, let yeah. them know, like, hey, we know you work with this guy. We know you're super close to this guy. Um, today we know it's going to be rough. Um, it's a Thursday going on Friday. We're going to call all the homeowners, paid day off, yeah. go home. Yeah. Just go home. Monday, we'll come back to work. We know we got to continue course, right? We got to continue course, not only for the homeowners, but for ourselves because we got bills to pay. Yeah. And, but yeah. we need a day and we're going to pay for that day. So um, that was a really good um, lesson to know. I think the big lesson for me as an owner was it's okay to pause sometimes. You know, it's okay to pause. Yeah. Um, I think the what made it even more difficult is uh, we had one homeowner that it didn't, that didn't matter to her. So that that really is what like how do you handle that? That's <laughs> you another know? beast. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, calling yeah. the homeowner, letting her know the situation, and uh, she she goes, oh, "I'm sorry for you guys' loss." You know, so I expect somebody to be at my house, and that was really that was that was I don't know how to explain how hard that that was, and I think what made it so hard was when you get a homeowner that it's not relationship based. And I mean, it could be business and relationship based, but it came real transactional, yeah. you know, real transactional. Like I get it. Life happens, but I need Man. you guys at my house doing my kitchen. And so as a business owner, you know, everyone got a, some time off, but I still had to deal with trying to figure out how to be there. You know? <laughs> this person. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, I learned I learned a lot in that season, um, especially with that client. Um, mm. Just so homeowners know, I know they vet contractors and they try to you know uh, do their research and they look for the best fit but we do the same thing (laughs) we do i mean it is so important i used to serve any and everybody which we do but Mm -hmm. but we are pick we are we're selective as well yeah you know we we do uh weigh the client and make sure there's a relationship opportunity it's a passion project i mean we're not we're not investors we're not um, you know, I've had people try to call and try to get us to invest and so we're not into all that. We yeah, want, we want yeah. somebody who's not 
I mean, and I get it. Some people are going to flip the home and things like that, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like the the experience of remodeling or building something that somebody's going to live in. Mm-hmm. Right, that's yeah. that's the amazing experience. And, it makes your uh, work more passionate, you know. Yeah, more yeah. Fulfilling, you know? The heart needs to be in this, and mm. and that's the projects we look for. Um, it's not transactional for us. This is not you buy the coffee, you pay the money, and then you go. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, it's a uh, you know you you want a specific coffee. We can talk about how to make it yeah. together, and uh, we'll eventually make the coffee. But after you make the coffee, let's sit and talk yeah. while you're drinking the coffee, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all relationship based. So I remember, you know, trying to find a scripture. Even I'm always looking for scripture because scripture is usually my tools to help me emotionally or guide me through projects. Right? So it's my right. on the boat. It's my compass. That's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> it's my compass. The scriptures are my compass. I'll make mm-hmm. sure, you know, and, um, um, you know, the scriptures just help, man. It, it, I remember uh, Matthew chapter 10, Jesus sent some some of his uh, team to a house uh, to just share the good news, and some people rejected it. So he mm-hmm. said, you know, if they don't accept your peace, let your peace return to you. Dust your feet at the door and move on. Yeah. And I think for me, um, that was that was a, a good scripture to understand. Like, do everything you know to do, right? And the yeah. rest is in the Lord's hands. Kind of like that horse scripture again, right? Get the horse ready for battle, but victories of the Lord. Mm. Um, there's a, something I like to say is we are responsible for our obedience, but we're not responsible for the results of that obedience. Right. right. I think that's the yeah. most important thing. So if God's saying, take a day off, you take the day off. Yeah. And that's what we did. And the homeowner might not have liked it, but that's not, I don't need to worry about the results of the yes. obedience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What I, all yeah. I need to do is just dust my feet. And move on to the next one. She won't accept my peace for the day. So yeah. moving on to the next house for me was just move on to the next day, yeah. right? Next day, new battle. Um, but today we're taking off. Yeah, yeah. We're getting off the boat. But tomorrow we'll get back on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> so in close, that was that was a rough time. But when you get back on the boat, ready to roll. Yeah, get ready to roll, guys. <laughs> roll like R O W R O W A. Well, that's going to wrap up uh, episode six, Rich. Um, We are rolling, huh? We are rolling. And uh, we're going to get a special guest uh, maybe in the next... It's going to be the every Episode eight. Yeah, Yeah, episode eight. So this is six, so we'll see you next week, next Wednesday, but expect a guest, special guest coming on the eighth episode. (laughs) Also, thanks for the coffee, Rich. Are you drinking it? Yes. Lions, Lions, right? Plugging them in. Plugging them in. (laughs) (laughs) Well, till next Wednesday. All right. Right on. 18. I come from a poor family.